Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast. I am your host, David Palermo. This is podcast number 174. I just wrapped up 173 and just uploaded up. And the Buffalo Bills have hired a new offensive coordinator. So what I'm going to do is be a professional and try to get you some information here right off the Buffalo Bills website today. So we're going to read along together. So the Buffalo Bills have named Brian Dable offensive coordinator. So this is all off of a post from Chris Brown 22 minutes ago. It is Sunday. Football's on. Bill Saints or Viking Saints. Supposed to be watching it with my father. And I'm not. And, uh, you know, so here I am. Hopefully we'll get, uh, by the way, Matt Brunson, big Saints fan. Second team is a Bills crowbar guitar player back on the podcast. He wants to talk some stuff. We were texting the other day about it. So um, the Bills say from uh, Coach Sean McDermott, we are excited to hire Brian as our offensive coordinator and welcome, welcome him back to Western New York. I know how much this area means to him. He is a good coach and a good teacher and has been a part of winning programs in the NFL and in college. So if you don't know who Brian Dable is, he was the, um, let's see. He won a Super Bowl and a college national title in the last 11 months. Um, tight ends coach for the New England Patriots and the Super Bowl victory over Atlanta in February. And um, he just won his last national title with Alabama as the offensive coordinator. So to me, I mean, that's pretty crazy. I don't know what he did calling plays before that because I just don't know anything about him. So I'm just as new as you are with me. Uh, so the next paragraph, essentially Chris Brown uh, lays out, uh, hmm, So, Alabama ranked 15th in the nation in scoring, 37.1 points per game, 13th in rushing, 250 yards, 0.6 yards a game, and 16th in first downs. Now, here's the thing to me with Alabama. They get the best players. Saban rolls in there like a G. He goes in there, looks at mom. He's got a bod. You know what I mean? You know that dude still roids. He keeps it real. He looks stressed out all the time. I know the type. Saban's looking to go in there all silver fox. You know, you got to paint this picture. Bring me your kid. Look at these guys making money. And it's true. But he's like a Belichick, you know. So um, so for 11 years, he was under Bill Belichick and had served as defensive assistant, wide receivers coach, offensive assistant, and tight ends coach, winning five Super Bowl rings. Um, he also has four years of experience as offensive coordinator in the NFL. He was the offensive play caller for the Browns 2009-2010, the Dolphins in 2011, and the Chiefs in 2012. Um, I mean, no offense to the man. I'm not impressed with any of those. So just throwing it out there, you know. I know there's a tale to the tape. So I will dive into there and see how well they produce. But right out the bat, you're hearing about the Browns, the Dolphins, and the Chiefs in 2012, which is, um, you know, I believe that's obviously pre-Andy Reid. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. You know, look, P. 
people go do the thing and they come back and uh you know yeah Andy Reid's last year was 2012 in Philadelphia so um you know they come back and they do the thing and you know you learn and Bill Belichick was a coach that he got fired from Cleveland and if you watch the um a football life and Bill Belichick I watch most of it I have a lot of respect for the guy and that's why I want to hear about the cheating stuff it's like dude you're way ahead of the curve man you don't you don't need to cheat. You don't need to do any of that. So, look, this guy, Brian Dable, he uh, has crossed paths, as Chris Brown says. Pretty much reading this verbatim, just summarizing it. This is all Chris Brown's article. I know nothing. Chris Brown, buffalobills.com. Great website. Best reporter in the NFL. Guarantee it. So, look. He says, he and Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott, first crossed paths at William & Mary. McDermott was a senior safety for the tribe when Dable was a restricted earnings coach on the William & Mary staff in 97. Dable also has Western New York ties. Born in Welland, Ontario, he attended St. Francis High School in Athol Springs where he lettered on the football team. Lettered means that's a varsity letter. He played college football at the University of Rochester where he he was a two-year starter. Now, look it. I didn't know this, okay? So now I can be really stoked for my main man right here, Brian Dable, my favorite coach on the Bills right now. You heard it five minutes and 44 seconds in to this podcast. Brian Dable is now my favorite coach on the Bills right here. I know nothing about you, Brian, but I want to be your friend. And you heard it here first, and that's really it. From Rochester or went to college here. Hey, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Now, it's a small world out there. And the football communities are tight. But you cannot have a better... Here I go all fanboy right now. Ready? You, you've caught me. I'm a liar. Okay? And this is how I become a fan of the coach. And I hope you're with me on this wild ride of becoming a fan of the coach. All right? If you have a pedigree of Bill Belichick and you watch it, Football Life, it seems like Belichick was one of the first coaches that really thought about situational football. And I talked about situational football all season long. In last podcast, we talked where Rick Dennison was relieved of his duties. Not why, but what to do from there. I didn't need to shred him anymore. We've Everybody's gone hard at him. Let it, leave him alone. I hope I never see his name in the Twitter feed unless he's getting hired. So I wish him the best of luck. If Brian Dable's been in national championship game, Super Bowls, all sorts of things. I mean, he has five rings with the Patriots. He's been around it. I guess it's that winning pedigree. Maybe he would know about the secrets or not of, uh, is there really a cheating system in New England? That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. I've gone down this rabbit hole, went to Spygate, and I want to believe it, you know, because it just makes me feel better. But the drought's over, so what do I care? Bring it on, baby. So, Brian Dable, welcome aboard. Um, let me give you some advice. LaShawn McCoy is really good. Tyrod Taylor, if you keep him, can really run the ball and be a dual threat as well. Maybe put a guy or two behind him because he might be gone for a game or two a season. That said, he works his ass off and he'll do whatever you ask for him. 
That's it. You're from Rochester for a couple of years. You went to U of R. I actually frequent um, that area all the time. I live up the street in Gates. Right up the street. Take Elmwood up. Scottsville Road. Kind of cut over. You know, we're practically family, Brian. So, you know, this podcast is going to be labeled a, a message to Brian Dable. Okay? Look it. Another thing you got to know, Brian, is this team will play hard for you. It's almost a blessing that McDermott came in and they're relieving a coach of his duties this early. That way, around the league, very respected, you can hire this individual. Cool. Now, if it was another coach, you know, it's kind of like the Bills seems like going to the Browns sometimes. So for Dable to go back to his roots in Buffalo and in Rochester, I think that's cool. Um, I'm really excited for it. And uh, I just hope that, again, your offensive line, like small people, they're the people I would call if I want to make people disappear. And, you know, just put number 25 following number 64. They're buddies. They're friends. Okay? Yeah. Charles Clay can block pretty well, too. You know what else the Bills do really well, Brian? They um they they run the they they run the ball. They run the ball really well. They do play action pretty damn good. Tyrod Taylor is actually better rolling out outside the pocket, which I mean we see Tom Brady try to do earlier in the season. You know, like we've seen quarterbacks do it more. We even seen, you know, Peyton Manning running stuff that Peyton Manning shouldn't have been running, you know, at at half dead playing. You know, so the league is ever changing and it's, I think, ever more suiting towards, uh, you know, I'm a homer for Tyrod. Let's, let's say it. For Tyrod, or you have options here. You have LaShawn McCoy, and you had to start with the offensive line and making them produce. And you had to play football that those players want to play. That said, Richie Incognito is 34. I think he's got a couple years left. I think he's solid. Eric Wood, I'm not sure what to think. I'm down the middle. I think he's solid. He just has to be used correctly. You know, right side, Dukas. I don't know what to think because I can't just sludge on him. He wasn't rating out super bad. But I like my man John Miller. I'm a John Miller fan. I like watching him develop for two years and to see this third season where they do transition to power football and John Miller is inactive. Uh, I went over the Bills losing Aaron Cromer and not retaining Aaron Cromer after Rex Ryan was fired. You know, I, I thought that was a mistake because now he's with the Rams, as I said last podcast. I opened up with and there details on how Aaron Cromer is doing. A former Bills offensive line coach. You know, the right tackle spot. I don't know what to think, but I do know you got Deion Dawkins and Cordy Glenn already here. Cordy Glenn has an injury. He's solid. Very solid. He just needs to be healthy. Deion Dawkins has stepped the fuck up as a rookie. Deion Dawkins, I know you're not listening, but if you are, great play this year. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. You seem to be a sponge. Um, you know, I pay attention to social media a little bit. You know, it, it, I thought this Richie Incognito racism, racial slurs thing was hilarious. I'm not saying some shit can't be thrown out there, but dude, you're in the, come on, stop, stop. Yeah. He would have friends on the team if he was racist. Yep. Sure. Okay. So, you know, I just, look, you got a good team here, Brian. You got a good team, guys who are willing to work. 
And uh, the, this built Buffalo Bills team has proven that they'll work with the coaches. And they'll actually prove it to you that they can do what you want them to do. But if you make some tweaks, we'll execute those too. And it will be really nice if we could take care of that. So for me, I'm excited for the Bills to make this hire. It sounds cutting edge. sounds like they're getting right out in front of it. I just wanted to get some quick thoughts out there right now. And mm, I, I guess I can't complain. I just don't know enough about him and I'm sure a bunch of people are going to dive in but again you want to talk pedigree it doesn't get much better than work ethic with Bill Belichick the situational football genius the guy who started it situation like really taking into consideration situational football and if you want to talk situational football like going into the half holding onto the ball and coming out of the half with the ball that's what I think about with the Patriots, you know, how the Bills had that <laughs> with the Jaguars and then they ran the ball and the Jaguars got the ball back before half. Yeah, I remember too. Okay, don't want to talk about it because Brian Dable is here. Uh, Brian, just the, the fans will be by your side. We're not stupid. Um, just do your thing. We'll give you some patience. And if injuries happen, the fan base actually offers you a lot of relief and sympathy when it comes to injuries. If you look at Sammy Watkins and Marquise Goodwin as a test case, maybe not. But at the same time, when they're healthy, they produce. And Marquise Goodwin, his last year with the Bills, I've been saying it, was a really good player. He had a concussion. You can't say he's injury prone. The injury before that, a dude in a, we have a Pittsburgh player a year prior, so three seasons ago, belly flopped on his ribs like a nose tackle. On purpose. Like, after the play kind of shit. Like, come on, dude. You kind of can't control that. So, um... It all comes down to the coaches putting the players in the best position to succeed. And I think the coach has got to upgrade the receivers coach. I don't think he's good enough from East Carolina. Zay Jones coach. The receivers played horrible. That's frankly that. Um, We've seen them play better. It's not the players all the time. It's what they're asked to do. So Brian Dable, thank you for coming along. Um, Very impressed. Can't wait to dive in and see what you're about. Uh, especially now they know you're from Rochester. So transitioning into a Brian Dable fan, here I go. So that's it. On behalf of uh, numbillsfan.com and numbillsfan podcast, I am your host, David Palermo. Follow along with me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And, uh, you know, I look forward to this. I can't believe this hire. It's so quick. I'm, like, really in shock. I'm supposed to be at my dad's right now watching this Vikings game at 5, 10 p.m. on Sunday, but I guess I'm double dipping today. Ew. So, all right, have a good one. Party, people. Bills are moving quickly. Let's see what coaches they bring in. Let's get them going. Can't wait. Cannot wait. All right. Again, I'm your host, David Palermo. Take care.